0: And here we go, here we go on this Monday, it is June 27th, 2022, 6pm straight up, you are in the midst of Real Talk Memphis, live and local, very happy to have you with us, I am your humble host Chip Washington, happy to be here and happy if you are out there as well, gang's all here, fired up and ready to go. We're going to have a good show for you tonight, and uh, there's a lot to talk about. Believe me, last uh, few days, a few things have happened around here that have gotten uh, quite a bit of attention, not only locally, but nationally. But before we get into all of that, uh, let's talk about how you can get this fine piece of radio broadcasting. Several ways, of course. We are on live right now, 91.7 WYXR on the FM side. We are also live on the WYXR app. As well as the TuneIn app, you can pick us up live. We are also uh, on a little thing called Facebook Live, and we will post uh, post show to YouTube. And as we are a podcast, when they post the show tomorrow, uh, you can uh, catch us wherever it is you get your podcast. We're good on that. I think we're good on that. So. Uh, We uh, finally got a break from these uh, oppressive 100-degree-plus days that we saw. And I'm a little irritated at Mother Nature because I live in Bartlett. And yesterday, you know, we saw all the clouds. It got dark. The wind started to pick up. And we heard all this thunder and lightning. And I didn't get not one drop of rain. Everybody everywhere around Bartlett, Tennessee, got rain. And depending on where you live, you got quite a bit of rain yesterday. Uh, not, Not a drop. Not a drop, but uh, I think because of the cloud covering, uh, the cold front finally moving through, temperatures decreased a little bit. I think we were in the upper 80s today. Very nice. Low humidity, not too bad. We'll experience that again tomorrow. And as we get into the latter parts of the week, temperatures are going to be back up in the mid-90s uh, to upper 90s. But let us enjoy it while we have it. Nice breeze out there. So a almost picture-perfect day. As I said at the outset, I think we're going to have a pretty good show for you tonight. What does that mean? Well, we're going to talk about a a variety of issues uh, in a few minutes. Many of you are familiar with uh, the issue of uh, Memphis Light, Gas and Water and TVA and whether or not uh, MLGW is going to leave TVA uh, and try to buy electricity from another source. This has been going on now for the last couple of years and there have been a lot of bidders, and and there's just been a lot of contentiousness back and forth uh, from from local folks uh, asking for transparency and a lot of other things. Well, we are going to speak with Mark Yates in just a few minutes. He is the Regional Vice President for the Western Region of the TVA, or Tennessee Valley Authority. And we're going to talk a little bit about all this. A lot of you... Don't really know a lot about TVA or what TVA you know does or w- what it's all about and what it has to do with MLGW. We're going to give you a bit of an education tonight and let you know kind of what is coming up the next couple of months, which could be critical to the future of uh, who provides electricity uh, for Memphis and Shelby County. Uh, a little bit later on, we are going to talk to Jerry Green. She is the policy advisor and assistant county attorney. Uh, recently the uh, Shelby County Commission uh, passed an ordinance called the Fair Chance to Serve Ordinance. And this is for folks who have uh, had legal issues in the past and are trying to get their lives back in order and want to participate in the political process. Well, she's going to tell us uh, what the Fair Chance to Serve Ordinance is all about and how you can get involved uh, should you want to do that. And A little bit later on in the broadcast, we're going to raise the lights on the big stage. There is going to be a uh, uh, a stage play coming to uh, Memphis in a couple of three weeks called Sisterly Two. It's a family affair. And we are going to have the playwright, uh, actor, and musician, the man who created all of this. His name is Dennis Claxton. And he will join me a little bit later on in the broadcast to let us know kind of what it's all about. And more importantly... Why it is you should go and support this play. You know when you, when you get when you get on the, on, 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 the, on the big stage, uh, you know it's, it, you've done something right. So the Canon Center is where this show is going to be and there's going to be two shows only. so we'll talk all about that a little bit later on. But uh, as we always do this time of show, we like to celebrate you and there's a lot to celebrate tonight because there's like a million birthdays, but we can't do that until I say, hit it, Lola. Happy Yes, 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 happy birthday, happy birthday, let's get to it, there's like a thousand of them today, happy birthdays going out to Brittany Thornton, happy birthday Brittany, Tammy Zanetti is celebrating a birthday today, as is Sabrina Armour, Nicole Baskin is celebrating today, Arthur Howard, happy birthday to you, Kayla Miles, Carolyn Donahue celebrating today, Marcus Payne, happy birthday, Tina Black, Frederick, Happy birthday to you, Keisha Hamilton, is celebrating today, as is Scott Johns. Annette Tyence is celebrating her birthday today, as is Tanya Mayo-Russell. Belinda Jennings-Watkins, happy birthday to you. And Conversation Peace, happy birthday to you. I don't know what your real name is, but that's pretty cool, Conversation Peace. Phyllis Brooks and... A friend of mine, well not a good friend of mine But a friend of mine got known a long time Jonathan Epstein His birthday is today as well And on tomorrow This is a friend of mine, a good friend of mine Somebody I've known for a while A very enterprising young man Who is a, 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 mu- a musician He is a writer He is a producer in the gospel world Ronald McCain uh, Is celebrating his birthday tomorrow So big Ron Happy birthday to you and happy birthday to each and everyone celebrating on this day. I hope that you have had a wonderful time. You have a birthday over the weekend. Happy related birthday if you have one coming up later this week. Uh, happy birthday in advance. And we hope to be here next year to celebrate your next trip around the sun. Thank you, Lolo. All right. So uh, in the uh, news and notes department, well, probably the biggest uh, news story uh, in the uh, country. Uh, was the uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade last Friday by the Supreme Court? which basically takes away a woman's uh, choice and says that states have a right uh, to say that abortion is now illegal. Um, I don't know how many states as of today, or I think by ten states have have automatically declared uh, abortion legal in their states. Probably before it's all said and done, there'll at least be twenty-six states or half the country. Uh, where abortion will be illegal. Uh, Arkansas did it literally two hours after uh, it was overturned by the Supreme Court. Uh, uh, Did it on Friday saying uh, it is basically illegal to have an abortion or to get an abortion in um, Arkansas. Mississippi will follow suit uh, in the next 10 days. It's called the trigger. Uh, And um, once they initiate the trigger, it's about 10 days or so um, before... You can't do it there either uh tennessee also um, has a trigger and it's about 30 days uh, they came out on friday and said that they would like to oversee they would like to really bypass the 30-day period but they can't do that uh, now you're going to see and you're starting to see now lawsuits being filed all across the country uh, from abortion clinics the one abortion clinic in mississippi is in jackson mississippi and they filed a lawsuit late this afternoon uh, you know, trying to see if they could, if they, they could squash this at least for the time being. So we'll see how all that plays out. This is um, this is a very big deal. Fifty years uh, since uh, Roe versus Wade has been in effect. A lot of people, a lot of passion, a lot of energy on both sides—pro-life, pro-choice—and uh, and you're going to hear about this. And this is going to have long-lasting ramifications. Um, I. I'm um, to understand that people who are vehemently against what happened are going to, are telling everybody that we can change this at the polls uh, come November. So, depending on who you vote for, depending on what state you're in, depending on whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you know, votes have been known to change things. So, we'll have to wait and see. This is a very contentious issue, and it has upset a lot of folks. Uh, also, part of this was uh, an opinion by Justice Clarence Thomas. Uh, that he wants to take a look at uh, down the road contraception, women's right to contraception, also same-sex relationships, and same-sex marriage. So he's saying, well, since we're taking a look at the uh, the abortion issue, why not take a look at these two? So pay very close attention, uh, a lot of you out there, to what may come down the, the road here, because once these things are starting to be mentioned, and they have been mentioned, uh that's where you need to put your antenna up and start to say, "Uh uh-oh, we need to pay very close attention to this. Whatever side of this you're on, um, you know, there were a lot of protests over the weekend. Thousands of people all across the country were protesting. So let's just keep an eye on it and watch it. But if we're going to protest, let's protest peacefully. We can do it. We can demonstrate peacefully without being violent, okay? Shifting gears, uh, the uh, Shelby County Health Department is offering uh, COVID-19 shots to, uh, vaccines rather, to children six months to five years of age. Uh, Two locations, one at 814 Jefferson Street, which is the main headquarters, and also down at Sycamore View. So, and they are free to get those shots. Question is, how many of you will take advantage of it? Uh, There are, you know, different, obviously, you know, when you're talking about the littlest littlest ones, uh, the regimen is a bit different. So uh, call down there to find out exactly you know, how all that goes and uh, so you can have make an informed decision. In uh, other news, crime was uh, once again front and center in Memphis and Shelby County. Nine shootings over the weekend resulting in five deaths. Uh, one of the shootings uh, has uh, gotten a little attention. An 18-year-old girl, a young lady, was leaving uh, a residence, her residence, by the way, where they were celebrating her 18th birthday. And uh, when she walked outside, she and her boyfriend were leaving. and uh, once they uh, hit the front porch, <clears throat> vehicle drove by, shots were fired. And she was shot in the face. Uh, she uh, is recovering and is going to survive. But this is just one of, you know, several nonsensical uh, shootings. Uh, that have no rhyme or reason in our city and in our county. And speaking of this, uh, the uh, Shelby County uh, Board of Commissioners considering a new resolution today, by the way, declaring violence and epidemic across Shelby County. And as uh, part of the proposed solution, the Shelby County Health Department wants to team up with a community outreach group to work with young people to help keep them out of gangs. The group uh, and the organization is called Heal 901. Uh, It is a pilot program. Uh, It is a one-year program that will be funded uh, at uh, a cost of $640,000 to come up with some solutions, uh, to see if we can come up with some solutions as to uh, all this unnecessary violence and folks uh, getting getting hurt uh, every other day in this town. I worry about a lot of folks. I do. I, I, I'm a I'm a guy that just you know I, I know if you pray you're not supposed to, if you if you if you pray you're not supposed to worry if you worry you know you're not praying. Well, I do both because I care about people. And I mean, every time something like this happens, I always wonder about folks. You know, especially in my circle. You know, when we leave here in this in the evening time, I worry about you know Lola and Nicole and and you know I worry about I worry about my crew. You know, I just I just want to make sure that everybody is safe. But it's tough out here, and you have to keep your eyes and your ears open. So we're going to end this on a nice note. I don't know if many of you, if, if any of you, heard this, but an announcement was made earlier today that Stan the Man Bell, the bell ringer, uh, has been named as the permanent replacement host for the late Bobby OJ. Uh, welcome to the Stan Bell Morning Show. Uh, we'll be from six to ten a.m. And now, for those of you who are already freaking out because you think that you're not going to hear him on the uh, PM side, don't worry. He's still going to be on V101. He's still going to be doing his 3 to 7 p.m. gig as well. So you can always, you know, boogie to the drive at 5 and everything else. But great guy, um, well thought of, and a very, very good pick for Radio. Congratulations to Stan, the man, Bell. And with that, we're going to take our first break. And as we do, when we come back, we're going to get into the show, and we're going to talk a little bit about – MLGW and TVA, and the question is, should they stay or should they go? This is Real Talk Memphis. I am your humble host, Chip Washington. You are, well, you know, whoever you are. And we will be right back.
1: The next round of our collaboration beers with Crosstown Brewing Company is ready. Take a walk down the tart end of the street where soul music meets a fruity and flavorful sour beer with notes of pineapple, peach, and apricot. You can find the beer at grocery stores and other local Crosstown Brewing Company retailers. A portion of the proceeds goes towards helping WYXR and supporting community radio in Memphis. Visit CrosstownBeer.com for more information.
2: Musician, composer, and WYXR DJ Alex Green has worked for over a dozen years with the Rolling Head Orchestra to perform and record soundtracks for film and television. On June 30th at The Grove, the group will perform all new original music to accompany the 1926 romantic drama Flesh and the Devil. Set to the sultry textures of Green's music, with echoes of Duke Ellington and Franz Waxman, Flesh and the Devil will be brought to life. For more information, visit gpacweb.com. Support for WYXR comes from Tamburino. Tamburino's staff of IT specialists help businesses with strategic technology planning and support. Tamburino, the rhythm of productivity. Details at Tamburino.com.
0: And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. I am your uh, humble host, Chip Washington. Very happy to have you with us and uh, very happy to have my first guest with us. Now, Many of us, uh, if you've been paying attention, you know that uh, there has been an an issue that has uh, been kind of percolating here for the last couple, three years uh, with uh, Memphis Light, Gas and Water and the Tennessee Valley Authority. Now, who is the Tennessee Valley Authority? Well, they are the ones that that sell the electricity to MLGW so they can provide it for you. But uh, there have been a lot of discussions and conversations with a lot of folks and a lot of different groups and a lot of different organizations about maybe MLGW leaving TVA and trying to purchase electricity from another provider. Well, We're going to talk a little bit about that tonight. I'm really happy to have this conversation because in the next couple of months, there are going to be some big decisions made. Uh, Mark Yates is my guest. He is the regional vice president of the Western Region for the Tennessee Valley Authority. And, Mark, once again, thanks for coming on Real Talk. I really appreciate you. You're welcome, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, okay, so, Mark, you know, when you ask, uh, I guess, a lot of folks, uh, kind of in a general sense, uh, do they have they heard about TVA? Do they know what TVA is? Do they know what TVA does? And a lot of folks, you know, will will admit that they don't they don't really know or really understand what that is all about. So, for the uninformed, would you let people know what TVA does and what its role is and why it is so substantially important here in Memphis and Shelby County?
3: Okay, I'm going to try and define what TVA is uh, in about two minutes. How about that? So sounds good. Uh, it's the, it's a Tennessee Valley Authority, and it was uh, founded in 1933 by the Tennessee Valley Act. Uh, it's a we are a federal agency, and we were uh, part of what you want to think back to um, in 1933 when you had. Um, the alphabets, you know, you had the WPA and and the TVA and and all these different programs came out. And so we were founded to help bring economic development to what we call the valley, the Tennessee Valley. Okay. And think of that as, you know, uh, over in East Tennessee, you're you're defined by the Tennessee River. Over here, it's more, we're we're bordered on our uh, western uh, region by the Mississippi uh, River. But we have a mission of three things. That's economic development, mm-hmm. uh, that is energy, and the environment. And so, uh, and we've done those things for the past 80, 87, 80 plus,
0: 90 years almost. So that was a very good summary of what the uh, what the what the organization does. And its its, it's home base is in Chattanooga. Am, am I correct in that?
3: Chattanooga, not in Knoxville. Knoxville is actually
0: our Knoxville. corporate. Area. Knoxville. I don't know what. Okay. I know I was, I know why I said that had nothing to do with you. I'm sorry. We (laughs) We have a lot of of assets and real estate. Absolutely that. Okay. So, you know, of of course, um, there's been a lot of conversation, uh, the last couple of years. And I I know about it, uh, you know, from the inside because I worked for MLGW for about four years or so. Uh, but, um, you know, it has come up to a, a point in time now where, uh, conversation is with MLGW is shall we look to leave TVA, try to find another uh, provider of electricity, uh, you know, which may or may not save us some money. Depending on the news story you watch any particular night or the person you hear from any particular day, uh, there, could, there may or may not be a savings in reference to that in terms of millions of dollars uh, for the city. Uh, but there are a lot of connective tissues involved in this, Mark. And talk about a little bit just about kind of what the get into the particulars of exactly what this is all about. Uh, the, the M.G.W. is taking bids now and and, and looking to 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 possibly uh, come up with sure. a, some way to be able to do this. So explain this to us so that we can understand
3: Brilliant question, and um, a, a compliment. You're a power man, so you understand this stuff. So it's uh, it's a lot, but we'll we'll break it down for uh, you and your listeners as, as best we can. Yes, sir. So we respect uh, the process. We being TVA that MLGW is currently going through, uh, and it's just like anything else. Every now and then, you want to check uh, check check your prices, check your temperature, make sure that you're doing uh, the right things. Uh, with your partners, with your suppliers. And that is what uh, MLGW is going through. Uh, There has been a a lot of, as you, I'll use your words, there's been a lot of talk. Uh, There's been a lot of, 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 I guess, um, estimates on what uh, potentially MLGW could save if they went out into the market uh, from and, and left TVA. But uh, on June 9th, they hired, uh, let me go step back and I'll do this uh, pretty efficiently. Okay. Uh, Going back about a year ago, they went out with an RFP, that's a request for proposals. Right. And they had uh, three different RFPs, transmission, generation, and full requirements. Um, Transmission, of course, are the lines, the big 150, 150 foot, 161, KKW towers. Then you had generation, which are the power plants to supply the electricity. Mm-hmm. And lastly, full requirement, somebody who would come in and do it all. So they got the bids back. They they got the bids back, they cracked them open. GDS went through the process. And what they came back and said is, um, wow, um, you, you're not really gonna do too much better. Uh, no, let me be crystal clear. You're not gonna do much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what they they said, and that's that that was GDS. Right. Uh, there there were there were people and groups that were you know they were touting these huge, uh, multi you know million dollar figures in terms of what you could save by leaving, and GDS came back and said no you're not. And and then they also came back and said, if you look at uh really the risk associated with what you're talking about doing, and what you would have to do, they said you would have to spend one point two billion dollars. Right on the front
0: end mm-hmm. and then you would music have music meets you you would have wherever to- you are a great record for oh, hold on Mark hold the trick on the is that it records you go, go ahead Mark go ahead I'm sorry go ahead yeah yeah you would have
3: to spend that 1.2 billion dollars on the front end mm-hmm. and then you would have to wait another you know seven to eight years while you pulled everything together and that's not a guarantee and then your savings is not going to be but a fraction if anything and you wouldn't be able to recruit, recoup that for a number of years. So, the last thing I'll say about this, too, is Memphis, uh, MLGW, uh, they provide the second lowest utility costs, and that's ba- energy, electricity costs, and that's based upon what they buy from us in the whole country, in the whole country based upon uh, utilities' peer size. Mm-hmm. So, it's, um, that's it. I don't. I think I've Kind of been a
0: little clear. You, you did. You you were very clear and I, I think that uh, for for a lot of people, you know, they hear savings, they hear cost and they hear these numbers that are being thrown about, you know, from 200 million at one time, 300 million dollars a year. And then, then it, they found out if there was if there is to be a saving, should they leave TVA it's not going to be, you know, that that much. And I think a lot of the folks here are. Concerned about transparency, not necessarily from your your end, but from MLGW's end with these RFPs and the, and, the, and the and the proposals and the numbers. Now, I just want to make sure I have this right. In August, uh, there is uh, going to be um, a it, it, there's going to be a vote. I would imagine, right, in terms of whether or not uh, to proceed uh, if you're MLGW moving forward to leave TVA, and then in September. The board is going to actually vote on that, but the final say has to be done by the city council. Am I correct in that? The
3: only nuance to that, but you are correct in your timeline. Um, the only nuance that perhaps may be there is that um, the, the the board of commissioners at MLGW will take, uh, they have uh, publicly stated that they will take this issue up in August, right. August 17th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in September uh, they'll come back uh, after a 30-day public comment period. Right. Uh, and at that point in time, they're currently on a five-year um, rolling uh, agreement with with us mm-hmm. with TBA. Mm-hmm. And so um, if they want to stay on that uh, that five-year agreement, that's fine. Uh, we don't. Un- Specifically, I don't I don't understand or, or know if they have to go back to the city council if they want to stay with us, because the, the, the agreement perpetuates. We have offered them a 20-year. we we're offering MLGW a 20-year agreement, mm-hmm. uh, which um, it's it's an enhanced partnership uh, we have throughout our system. And to back up, uh, we we serve over 153 local power companies and multiple uh direct serve customers mm. uh, those are large industrial but uh, but of the 153 we currently have over 146 local power companies that are on our 20-year long-term agreement and so that that agreement is is very beneficial to the communities in which uh they operate mlgw uh if they go to we've been giving them a pandemic credit uh, in the amount of uh, close to $22, $23 million over the last uh, th- two to three years. What does that mean, Mark? What does that mean? Uh, a pandemic credit. Yes. That means we give them cash, U.S. dollars, back on a, po- a portion of what they pay us. Mm-hmm. So MLGW pays us approximately a billion dollars a year. So that's about 2.5% of what they pay us. We give that back to them, and that's... it. it in essence, it comes down to a rate reduction. Um, but we've offered that to all of our uh, LPCs. Mm. But MLGW would also, uh, if they were on a long-term agreement, they would uh, be, uh, they could be the beneficiary beneficiaries of, of the long-term partner credit, which is about two and a half percent, equal to about twenty-three million dollars a year.
0: So we're wrapping up with uh, Mark Yates, who is the regional vice president of the Western Region of the TVA or Tennessee Valley Authority. And you know, I think you know, obviously, Mark, and you've heard it because you're based here. Uh, a lot of folks are concerned, you know, about the the utility bills, and they think that you know, if if, if you you know, the confusion is, or maybe the conversation is, well, if if we leave TVA. You know, is this going to help with our utility bills or is it going to make it, you know, those kind of conversations and those kind of questions are probably going to be raised, you know, ad nauseum in that uh, 30-day window of uh, public comments. But really, uh, you know, what is, you know, I mean, they've been with you for, like you said, for for, for many, many, many years. And, uh, you know, you're continually trying to look for ways to improve your service uh, with MLGW, and and then that feeds into the community. Am I correct in that?
3: Absolutely, you're absolutely correct. I mean, just uh, Chip, a number of the things that we do in the community, uh, from an economic development standpoint. You 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 remember the blue oval announcement yes. here with Ford Motor? Yeah. Yes. So that's uh, that's we have a tremendous role in that. That's the largest economic development project in the history of the state. Uh, more tech. Uh, we are involved there job core, uh, down. We have a lineman program that we're working on there. junior achievement, uh, STEM grants. We just had, I think, $400,000 in STEM grants to, um, power center academy home uplift. We've done over 500 plus homes mm-hmm. and home up school uplift. That was, what I just spoke about, uh, and it just goes on and on and on. Yeah. And, you know, we, we are a significant, um, we, we like to think, uh, you know, partner and community uh, participant. So those are some of the things, and, and not to mention um, you know, what we're doing at the port, uh, the restoration of the Memphis port, uh, you know, that's, that's gonna be a tremendous economic benefit. But um, I'm really proud of, of, of our team and everything that we do and, and how hard people work uh, for this.
0: Well, listen. uh, I I I can say that from the inside, you know, you know, at at one time or another, this is this is going to be really the issue of uh, late summer and into the fall. Uh, So we will sit back and we will watch and wait and see what happens. But in the meantime, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show Uh, and sort of breaking this down, you know, to us uh, to its lowest common denominator. Really appreciate your time. And as uh, this process moves forward. Hopefully, we can get you back on on, on the program and talk a little bit more about it. Listen, thank you for
3: having us. Y'all have a good evening.
0: Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Mark Yates, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from uh, TVA. He's the regional vice president of the Western Region. A lot of good information there. And uh, stay tuned because uh, it's going to continue on as uh, this year moves on. We're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to shift gears. And we're going to talk a little bit uh, about... A fair chance to serve. What does that mean? We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll tell you all about it. This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip. Right back.
2: Memphis Listening Lab proudly supports WYXR. They provide a curated collection of music and music history, a forum for music-related talks and performances, and a music education, appreciation, and experimentation space located in Crosstown Concourse. The Lab is open Tuesday through Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can find out more information on their Instagram page at Memphis Listening Lab or on their website at memphislisteninglab.org. Support for WYXR comes from Tamburino. Tamburino's staff of IT specialists help businesses with strategic technology planning and support. Tamburino, the rhythm of productivity. Details at Tamburino.com.
0: Welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening after a very beautiful day. And uh, my next guest uh, joins me. She's she's not a stranger to the broadcast. She's been on before. But she's coming on tonight to talk about something that I think is an extraordinarily uh, great idea. And uh, it will also sort of give people uh, some encouragement, uh, if you will, uh, who have uh, gone down, uh, you know, maybe the wrong path but want to get themselves back right again. Uh, please, very pleased to welcome to the show, Jerry Green. She is the policy advisor and assistant county attorney. And uh, she's here to talk about something uh, that I think is really special. Jerry, welcome back to the show.
4: Welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk about
0: this. Ab- absolutely so. So, you know, you and I uh, spoke offline and, and you sort of reached out to me. And let me know uh, about uh, this particular ordinance that the uh, county commission has uh, has recently passed. It's called the Fair Chance to Serve, and 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 without any interruption, please uh, tell our listeners what that is, what it's all about, and what it can do for so many people.
4: Thank you. Well, so I, as part of my portfolio, with Mayor Lee Harris, work on getting appointments to all the various boards and commissions that we have in the county. Okay. And before this ordinance was put in place, one of the boxes that you had to check was if you had a felony, if you had a record. And just like we did with Ban the Box for employment, this removes that barrier. This removes that hurdle so that people who may have wanted to give back, people who may have turned their lives around, people who may have made a mistake. You know, I heard someone say the other day, if you look around in prison, if you could say you could change your life for just ten minutes, you probably wouldn't be here, right? Sure. So people like that, if they have uh, decided that they want to give back because they have insights, they have talents, they have perspective, um, by the things that they've gone through, they are now able to serve on our boards and commissions. And we know that the people who are disproportionately impacted by our criminal justice system are minorities Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. people who live in poverty. And so this also opens up a way for them to have a voice in our community, that they otherwise wouldn't have had, in very important places, at, you know, to be at the table.
0: So you talked about uh, um, uh, various boards and and, and commissions and, and and other things. Are there are there are there many uh, opportunities uh, to choose from if you uh, so choose to be a part of this program?
4: You know, we have a listing on the Shelby County government website of all the various boards. Um, we have everything that you know, from stuff that involves the environment, mm-hmm. um, you know, the thing that hit my heart when I was working on this was I had an application waiting in the bank for somebody who wanted to be on the work release board, you know, to see it when you're behind bars, who should be eligible for work release. Sure. And of course they had really great perspective as a former felon about that, but it was a barrier that was there. So, uh, there's all kinds of things that people could be eligible for. You can go and you can put in an application now and, this will no longer be
0: a barrier. This is uh, this is a very big deal um, in, in terms of of second chance opportunities, and it seems uh, as if the landscape, if you will, um, of, uh, of, of of city and county government is really starting to focus in on people who are. Uh, looking for second chance opportunities uh that, that, that you spoke of a few, a few moments ago uh, just by taking uh you know something off of uh, an, an employment form talk about how important that is that that, that has to be really a a, a very big um, emotional boost uh, for so many who actually are trying to turn their lives around well you know
4: it's Simply put, people who've served their time should be able to serve their community. That's what Martin Luther King told us, right? Everybody can be great because everybody can serve. That's right. Um, I had the opportunity, the honor to meet um, Reverend Jesse Jackson Jr. uh, a few months ago when he came through Memphis, Mm -hmm. and he talked a lot about redemption and how important that is that we recognize everybody is somebody. And so this is a really big thing. In fact, we think Shelby County is the first in the nation to enact this sort of legislation. And we're hoping that it is something that spreads to other places just as Ban the Box did. But I know as a former public defender, um, as somebody who spent a lot of time out at the prisons, my very first job uh, assignment here with the mayor was to go get more prisoners vaccinated. So I've spent a lot of time out at the Department of Corrections. I know that there are people that are behind the walls that are going to get out, most people get out, and we want them to reintegrate successfully in our community. The number one way we do that is to get them good jobs. Mm -hmm. That's what Bay of the Box did. Mm -hmm. But this is something more. This is something equally as important because it gives them a voice that says you are valued in our community. And I'm a firm believer, you know, my faith teaches me that nobody is past redemption, or everybody is where it gets a second chance, and so that's exactly what we're trying to do here.
0: Well, if if uh, and ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, we are speaking with Jerry Green. She is the policy advisor and assistant uh, county attorney, and we're talking about fair chance to serve uh, ordinance. And 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 you know, and and as I and as I listen to what you're saying, and as I see uh, some of the actions that are being taken, th- this honestly. Really can 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 be the difference between uh, you know someone's you know path being in ascension or you know descending into you know something you know less palatable and and I mean and being a part of. And being a voice um, in 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 a participatory process, um, that 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 really is something that someone can look back and say, uh, depending on you know what it is, uh, you know if if it's an ordinance or a legislation or what have you, to say I was allowed to participate, even though I served time in jail, I had a voice, I was able to participate in this process, and that's a that's a really big deal. Well, you know.
4: I try very intentionally in my work to make sure that those voices are heard. Like I said, when Reverend Jackson was here, we met out at the Office of Reentry with three ex-offenders who are all now three small business owners. Oh, wow. We've held a um, symposium on the root causes of uh, youth crime. I had two judges, I had a state senator, and I had an ex-offender on that panel. Um, Our Office of Reentry is led by an ex-offender, DeAndre Brown, who I know has been on your program. Yes. I serve on a board um, that helps people while they're behind bars get their degrees called the Tennessee Higher Education Initiative. On our board sits multiple ex-offenders because their voice is valued. And it's the same sort of thing to understand that if we are going to be a community that really does try to tackle public safety, then we have to not just lock them up and throw away the key because people are going to return into our communities. And so how do we help them become successful individuals? Mm-hmm. We have to meet them with opportunities and with empathy mm-hmm. to say we are here to ready to welcome you back into our community as a full citizen. And that involves participation in your government, right? That involves being on boards and commissions and volunteering your time
0: meet them where they are absolutely uh, uh, just just a wonderful way to to end this jerry green uh thank you for coming back on the show and thank you for for uh explaining this uh this this amazing ordinance uh, to our listeners people want to get involved in this or find out more about it how can they do it
4: so go to the shelby county government website mm-hmm. search for boards and commissions there'll be a list so you can see where your interest lies and there's a easy button that says apply now and you just fill out the online application you can apply for more than one board and then as spots open up i'll be the one that will call you and we'll talk through next steps
0: jerry green thank you for coming back to real talk memphis and uh, you are always a welcome guest and if there's anything we can do to inform the uh, public of some of the fine works you all are doing in county government you're always invited
4: thank you thanks for helping amplify our work we appreciate it
0: thank you jerry appreciate you uh, being on the show we'll talk soon Jerry Green, ladies and gentlemen, uh, fair chance to serve. you want to serve, there are opportunities for you. We're going to go to our uh, final break. And when we do, we're going to lift the curtain, so to speak, on the big stage. We're going to talk about a uh, big-time play coming to uh, our city uh, in uh, just a few weeks. This is Real Talk Memphis. I am Chip. We'll be right back.
2: Tone is an arts and culture nonprofit elevating the full spectrum of Black communities in Memphis. By empowering artists and creatives, they are actively shifting the spotlight to showcase the actual people creating our culture. You can go see what they're all about at Tone HQ, their gallery in Orange Mound.
1: Mempho Music Festival returns to Radiance Amphitheater at Memphis Botanic Garden on September 30 through October 2. This year's fest features the excitement of the Black Keys, Widespread Panic, Wilco, Jason Isbell, Portugal the Man, Tank and the Bangas, Bobby Rush, and many more. Visit MinfoFest.com for ticket packages, lineup information, FAQs, and more. That's memphofest.com.
2: Musician, composer, and WYXR DJ Alex Green has worked for over a dozen years with the Rolling Head Orchestra to perform and record soundtracks for film and television. On June 30th at The Grove, the group will perform all new original music to accompany the 1926 romantic drama Flesh and the Devil. Set to the sultry textures of Green's music, with echoes of Duke Ellington and Franz Waxman, Flesh and the Devil will be brought to life. For more information, visit gpacweb.com.
0: And welcome back to the big broadcast on this Monday evening. Uh, been a great show so far. Now, I'm going to sort of shift gears and talk a little entertainment. There is a, uh, a big play coming to town uh, in just a few weeks. Uh, and I have uh, very happy to have uh, the young man who is the uh, brain trust behind all of this. Uh, his name is Dennis Claxton. He is a playwright, an actor, and a musician. And uh, the uh, the uh, mind behind sisterly two, a family affair. Get it, family affair. Anyway, <laughs> De- Dennis is uh, uh, our guest uh, this evening, and Dennis, thanks for coming on the show, man. Really appreciate you, and welcome to Real Talk.
5: Thank you, thank you so much for having us today, Chip.
0: So. You know, you've been doing this uh, this this uh, this play thing for a while, from what I'm to understand. And this is the uh, you sort your of tenth anniversary. And uh, I was told beforehand that you know, when you first start doing these plays, you know, you're starting to get trying to get some attention, right? You're trying to get a little bit of a following. You're trying to grow a little bit. And you start off on smaller stages, maybe in, in you know in, in churches and, and and in other places. And you sort of start to establish yourself and you start to Mm -hmm. build a reputation uh, for the productions that you put together. And here it is 10 years later. And you, my friend are on the Canon, you know, you're at the Canon theater. You're on the Canon theater stage for your 10th anniversary. How big a deal is that?
5: Whoa, that's a huge deal. Actually. I, I, I shared today on my Facebook page. Personally, I was driving to work this morning. I said, wow. This is the biggest thing I get I've ever done in my life. Yeah. Whoa. That, so yeah, I'm I'm just overwhelmed with joy.
0: So uh, tell us a little bit about about this this play. What 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 can we expect? And then we'll get into a little bit later on. We'll get into how people can get tickets and and and, and, and participate okay. and be a part of all of this. Uh, okay. So uh, talk to us a little bit about the play and and, and what folks can expect.
5: Okay. Um, the Sisterly 2 is a sequel of um, my last production, Sisterly, was performed at the Buckman Theater back in 2009, just a couple of months, I mean, 2019, mm-hmm. excuse me, a mm-hmm. um, couple of months before um, COVID, actually, um, we went into our pandemic, and it, it was about five uh, women who, which Jerrica played one of them, um, five women who didn't know each other. They ended up at the same place at the same time. They were. Formed a sisterhood. Uh, one was going going through a divorce. Um, the other was a single mother with with the son, and she um, battled with um, losing her son uh, unexpectedly. Mm. Um, one of the sisters found love had never been loved before. Uh, another uh, another sister was just dealing with a lot of self esteem um, issues. Another woman found out her husband was having an affair. Uh-oh. In this in this production. Um, And it was in this story. And this play now coming up, it's Um, post-pandemic. The sister that found love, she's getting married. So after the pandemic and all of these years, now they're coming back together with their new attitudes and all of their issues and all of their problems.
0: Man, okay, all right. So, so now we're gonna we're gonna so we're gonna pick up where we left off, uh, uh, so, so to speak. And um, and I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't. What is your your castmate's name that, that's sitting next to you there? What's her name? This is,
5: this is my friend and cast member Jerrica, Jerrica right?
0: Jerrica, welcome to Real Talk. And um, from the acting perspective, you got to be kind of excited about all of this. Tell tell us how you're feeling about this uh, this this, this pr- production coming on.
2: Oh, well, I'm very excited, especially since we're on a larger platform this time. So, you know, um, a larger platform requires more of you. Yeah. So, you, you know, you have to dig a little deeper with when it comes to this particular platform. But I'm very excited and I'm so proud of my friend because um, I've been a part of Declex Productions for about seven years now. Mm-hmm. And each time we do it, we go higher and higher. So to see it grow as, as it has... I'm
0: very excited. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is something that, that, uh, you know, I I was not aware about. And someone brought it to my attention and uh, one of your one of your folks. And I was I was, you know, very, very pleased to to talk about it because it's always good to support local products and it's always good to support local productions. And as someone, um, you know, who puts on these plays and, and who's in this business. Talk about how important it is for the community to to backing, the community to support uh, your efforts. Derek. Dennis, I'm sorry, can you hear me? Did did they, did you, I think you may have froze, your shot may have froze. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, I don't know maybe you can try to log out log back in because it looks like you're frozen on screen there and I was trying to see if we could uh, you know I want to try to finish this up a little bit here uh, if you're just joining us and hopefully we'll get him back and them back before it's time to, to 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 leave you all but okay hey there you are I see you I see you again there you go can you hear okay. me okay okay <laughs> it happens it happens you know these fees sometimes happen but I was what I was asking you uh, Dennis was How important is it uh, for the community to back, uh, you know, uh, productions like this uh, local product? You're you're, you're a local entity. You went to, you know, all the Memphis schools and and, and you're here and you're doing this, uh, you know, for your for your city. Uh, How big a deal is it? And and particularly for the support that you you want to get from the community?
5: um i it, so much is going on right now and i was just sharing this with a friend of mine earlier it's 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 so much going on um not only in memphis but just in the world um gas prices you know killings is you know laws being changed It's so much going on um to me personally i have a heart for people so i'm just i'm i just want to be able to provide a good time and, and, and something just positive, um, something reflective for this time around. Um, yeah, just for this time, it, it, that hour and a half to two hours show, you never know whose life that may touch, not only at that moment, but mm-hmm. just even afterwards, you know, weeks you
0: know, after afterwards, yeah. Well, you know, and, and I, I had said it before. You know, in a, in a world where we see, you know, and hear about so much negative energy, and it's always negative, negative, yeah. negative. Um, we need something that's uplifting, and and that, that can make us laugh, and that can make us, right. you know, I mean, to 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 really be uh, in, 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 enjoying this now. Um, what 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 comes next for you? What, I, I'm sure you're, you know, as a creative, uh, talented individual. There's always uh, something next. So, what's happening next for you?
5: Well, um, after 10 years of doing stage stage plays, I started in in the pandemic um, with everything being shut down. I started working on a miniseries um, <laughs> called The Place to Be, which was the um, Production we performed when we celebrated five years. Okay. I picked it back up and um, started on a, a pilot episode of the web series. So sooner or later, more sooner than later, we'll be picking that back up. I, I want to focus more into film um, later on.
0: Wow, man. Well, that well that sounds good. And you know, if uh, you know by chance, you know the you know you, your touch, your creative genius is touched. You know. Uh, in having a scene with a very dynamic and um, highly intelligent radio talk show host, um, you know, to be a part of any of these, you know, I'm just putting it out there. I know, on, I know a guy, I know a guy. So if you just stop it, stop it. Anyway, <laughs> before we get, <laughs> before we get out of here, please give us the information how do we find out about it? How do you get tickets? Blah, blah. The, the dates and the times. Floor is yours.
5: Okay. All righty. Sisterly 2, a family affair. You do not want to miss it. It Don't will be it. next weekend, July 8th and 9th. Okay. Doors open at 6 p.m. The show starts at 7. Um, amazing music, amazing cast, amazing everything. The whole crew is amazing. You can get tickets at um ticketmaster.com. Um, and just either at Ticketmaster or the Canon Center website, or you can follow us at www.dclaxproductions.com. Again, that's www.dclaxproductions.com. Uh-huh. Click on upcoming events, and it'll take you straight to Ticketmaster to get that. Um, for group ratings or if you have any additional questions, you can contact us at 901 292 0543.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Dennis Claxton, and I, I suggest that you get in on this, you know, now while, while 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 he's still talking to us, and while you can still afford a ticket ticket, because you know I I, I see Tony, I see Tony Award down down the road, you see, and when that happens, you know, I'm just gonna tell you right now, D Clax, you better take my call. If I call you, get on that <laughs> <way>. <laughs> you better take my call, man. That's all I can take. Listen, congratulations to you, seriously, mm-hmm. and, and and we're looking forward to it, and uh, and uh, and. And thank you for uh, you know providing us with some much needed entertainment. And thank you for coming on Real Talk, man. And uh, well, thank best you for th- having me. Best success Thanks
5: for having us. We appreciate it.
0: Absolutely, man. And 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 best success for next weekend. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, yes, sir. Take care. Well, that 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 was a nice way to wrap this thing up. And uh, you know, as Lola plays this out, that that you know, you guys look go see this show. Support local talent. This is this is something that we need to do more of. Okay, because if we don't encourage these folks, you know what what are we here for? Uh, so go see the show. It is sisterly to a family affair and it's next weekend. Sounds like a lot of fun. Thank my guests for uh, being on the show tonight. Uh, a lot of fun uh, this evening. A lot of good information. Wanda Alberson, thank you for being online. As is Ronald McCain is checking us out. Brian Goff. Bishop Charles Rogers uh, Checking us out Brian Malone Thank you for watching Diane Towns My friend Thank you And my boy Big Cliff I see you down there man Thanks for checking us out Good evening to you Randy P Leslie And of course Jerry Who was a guest on the show Audrey Hill Great information She says Thank you all very much For being here And listen uh, Continue to support the show Because the more you support it The more it grows And the more it grows The better we are all of us so for all of us here at real talk memphis uh appreciate you coming tonight appreciate you being here tell a friend okay and be a part of the uh fans show page i'm chip and i'm out have a great week be safe